Hi, I'm Marty Cohn, and welcome to episode 32 of Rotary Cares, the monthly award-winning show that will tell you everything you wanted to know about Rotary International and more. Rotary is a global network of 1.2 million neighbors, friends, leaders, and problem solvers that come together to make positive, lasting change in communities at home and abroad. Established over 110 years ago, Rotary now has 35,000 plus clubs all over the world. Rotary's motto is service above self and Rotarians adhere to the four-way test, a nonpartisan and non-sectarian ethical guide for Rotarians to use for their personal and professional relationships. The test has been translated into more than 100 languages and Rotarians recite it at all club meetings. Of the things we think, say, or do, is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? In Brattleboro, there are two clubs, the Brattleboro Rotary Club that meets every Thursday at the end, the Brattleboro Sunrise Rotary Club that meets every Wednesday. One club meets for lunch, the other club meets for breakfast, but both clubs during these times are meeting via Zoom. Our guest today is Rotary District 7870 Governor Steve Pudaba. Welcome, District Governor. Thanks, Marty. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on the show. So let's let's knock off some some personal stuff, uh, District Governor. First off, how long have you been a Rotarian? Uh, going on 31 years. I'm a charter member of the um, Raymond Area Rotary Club, which was founded in 1990. Wow. Okay. 31 years. All right. <clears throat> Let me ask you this. I, this is going to take you back. Do you remember why did you join Rotary? Well, as um, you know, I recently started my business, which is an animal hospital in Raymond, and I, I saw it as an opportunity to get to know the other business and community leaders and Raymond and the surrounding areas, surrounding communities, and then uh, also an opportunity to give back to the community. Uh, my passion for Rotary really developed over time when I saw, you know, the breadth of what the organization offers. All right, great. Well, so... You're currently serving as district governor of Rotary District 7870. Could you just define what, what is a Rotary district? Okay, sure. Um, well, it's a group of clubs, and that's just how Rotary organizes itself across the world. So our district is composed of 59 clubs in southern New Hampshire, southern Vermont. Um, some clubs are very small, and some have over 100 members. And um, there are roughly 535 districts worldwide. So there's a, a lot of us. So. All right, now, so then I have to, the, the follow-up question to that is, what does a Rotary District Governor do? Well, I like the more descriptive title of, uh, it's not as fancy as a District Governor, but I kind of like being the chair of the District Leadership Team. Uh, so I'm the liaison between Rotary International and the Rotary Foundation with the local clubs. You know, I try to educate the local Rotarians of um, what all the opportunities are and what the resources are um, from Rotary that can, can help the local clubs. 
And normally I'd be traveling to all the clubs across the district to, to meet with their boards and their clubs. You know, un unfortunately I have to do this all via Zoom this year. So, so let me ask you, how, how did you prepare to be district governor? Well, I have, uh, I've had many leadership positions in my local club for probably the first 10 years of my rotary career. And then um, I was asked to do some, take on some district duties, which I did for several years. And um, I also had the opportunity to do some international travel with um, um, rotary groups that one went to Australia, one went to Pakistan, and uh, gave me a much bigger picture of rotary. And then the actual governor training has been about, about two and a half years before you become governor that uh, culminates in the International Assembly. Uh, this is where all the incoming governors from all over the world, so all 535 that can make it there, uh, met in San Diego last January. Uh, it was kind of like a mini United Nations, you know, with um, all the governors from different cultures and different languages. And uh, it was quite, quite a memorable experience that was, um, was pretty amazing. Well, that, that sounds like a, a, a wonderful experience. So, so tell us, how does the district relate to the individual clubs? You said that there are 59 clubs within, this, within our district of 7870. How, how do they relate to each other? Or how, um, do, how does the district relate to the clubs, I guess? that's Got it. Um, we're providing provide um, you know net, training and networking opportunities for the the various club leaders. You know we help to uh, educate the local Rotarians again as to the many opportunities that are available across Rotary because many uh, when you join Rotary you just can't figure out the whole Rotary spectrum and um, and again to educate them on some of the resources that are available to the individual clubs and that'll you know, give them more information about the, um, the parent organization and, you know, what all these different programs that are available. All right. So let me ask you, from, from your position as, as district governor, what, what do you see as the function of Rotary? I guess a simple, simple answer would be, you know, community service that we, we do both locally, which, you know, most clubs are focused primarily in their local community. And, uh, but also what we can do around the world because we can make a huge difference uh, um, around the world. And, you know, Rotary has um, what we call six areas of focus. Um, so we have, I'll read them off here. So peace and conflict prevention, resolution, disease prevention and treatment, you know, water and sanitation, um, maternal and child health, uh, basic education and literacy, and growing local economies. And then number seven is gonna be become official as of July 1st, which we're gonna have a, a new focus that's going to be on our environment. So we're looking forward to adding that to our, our uh, six areas of focus. And I think a lot of people will be excited about that. I, I think it really encompasses all the work that, that, that Rotary does. Let, let's take a quick break for this message from Rotary International. We'll be right back. Possibilities are all around us. Everywhere we look, we see opportunity. We see potential. 
in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. In communities all around the world, that we call home. Like transforming an old bus to feed hungry children or providing life-saving equipment to those who need it most. From fighting disease to rebuilding schools, together we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org. Welcome back to Rotary Cares, a monthly award-winning show that demystifies Rotary International. Our guest today is Rotary District 7870 Governor Steve Pudova. Okay, Steve, so uh, let me ask you some, uh, some questions uh, as it relates directly to you. What, what are your goals as district governor? Uh, thank you. Good, good, good question. And um, of course, nobody would, could have figured when I was going to be governor that I was going to be doing it to, in a worldwide pandemic. So that's um, changed a few of my goals a bit. But um, so keeping our clubs active and growing, and in some cases, this is easy, and, and, but especially in some of our smaller communities, um, it can be difficult, especially um, in the current situation. So you know, we want to continue to do great service projects around our district and, you know, across the world and, um, you know, continue to promote Rotary, you know, and, um, you know, if everyone knew all the things that we do in Rotary and they'd be standing in line to join us. But in reality, most people don't know what we do. And I know your show has been great to um, help demystify Rotary and try to get the word out that, um you know, of, of all the things that we do. And I get and kudos for that. All right. So, so let's, let's try and, and, and spread the word a little bit, uh, district governor, what are some of the successes of the district as you've traveled around, whether in person or through zoom? As I, as I'm mostly zooming around, um, um, so many of our clubs, you know, including yours in Brattleboro there have done, many amazing projects in the face of COVID-19. And um, um, the largest project, which I'm very proud of, um, we had a unique opportunity due to COVID-19 that we, uh, we did a district-wide global grant. So all the clubs were given the opportunity uh, at the beginning of the pandemic to do their own community assessment to figure out what was needed in order to um, um, combat and to, to support uh, their communities with COVID-19. So they were able to um, support food pantries. We were able to you know, support our first responders and our nursing homes and our, and our medical facilities primarily. And so from that, we, were, we ended up uh, pulling together like a total of $341,000, which was, I totally blew my expectations away. And um, we supported our two state food pantries to the tune of 81,000. And 
um, between our PPE and um, uh, medical life-saving equipment, you know, for first responders and and other organizations, you know, we spent about 260000 on that. So, you know, things like CPR machines to disinfecting equipment for some of our uh, first responders and firefighters and stuff. And there's just a whole lot of stuff that uh, a huge breadth of things that we accomplished there. Um, besides that, you know, we also were involved with bringing um, literally about a half million masks into the district that we, that we just got another shipment of them here last week. And we're, um, we're putting those out currently. And so figuring out what, what uh, organizations in our communities are still in need, you know, some of course are doing okay now, depending on what their um, sources are for uh, accessing PPE. And, um, and a lot of local projects like your project there in, in Brattleboro, we're able to take uh, excess milk and that uh, was being wasted um, from the dairy farmers and being able to uh, financially support turning that milk into um, dairy products for our food pantries. Um, and, you know, many other projects in the local communities that have been, uh, been great. You know, I know I've been gotten involved with the New Hampshire Food Bank and with us, some other Rotarians that we've been, I'll be going out again on Friday to um, um, where we do a food distribution here in Manchester, New Hampshire, that we'll be putting out food to 700 families in one, in one sitting. And so it's great to, um, work alongside other people in the community and other people, uh, other Rotarians to um, be able to do that, so. so. So it sounds like despite COVID, the clubs within the district and the district itself have really um, had a number of successes in terms of the focus areas that, that you mentioned uh, previously. Um, but let me ask you this, what, what do you see as some of the challenges for, for the district. And I, I know one, it, let, let's remove COVID <laughs> as a, right. but what, what, what do you think are, are some of the challenges for the district? It's hard to totally remove COVID these days, but yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, you know, so keeping the, the, the clubs connected and with each other when, when the meetings are not live and, you know, the friendship and fellowship of um, Rotary is of course, the glue that kind of holds us together while we're doing all this community service. And, um, you know, it's hard to replace that in front of a computer screen. Uh, the um, um, other things we're trying to do is, you know, you know, as well as we get the vaccination process going, at least we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel so we can get back to our personal one-on-one -on -one, um, connections and fellowship. And um, so, you know, the um, membership is like many community organizations, even before um, COVID, you know, the people being able to take time to volunteer and be part of local organizations, whether it's churches or other civic groups, um, you know, most, most groups like that, are, it's tough to maintain membership. And uh, so, but we find that with Rotary, it's just a matter of getting the word out and, uh, figuring out what we do. And, and once we do that, then we certainly attract people. You know, this, this past week, we had our first session of, um, we're going to do a monthly um, program that we're calling the World of Rotary, which is uh, where we can invite new and potential Rotarians to 
to get this bigger picture because that's you know, like I said one of the biggest challenges to is to um, to share that so they can get a taste of all the different opportunities that are available. All right, so so some of the the, the successes that you talked about um, were, were really um, local, um, you know, local. But but can you tell us about the the international service projects that of the of the district? Sure. We've had some great ones. Um, an ongoing one, I guess, is what we call Amigos de Honduras. It kind of started over 20 years ago, uh, where there's a, a hurricane in, in um, Honduras that really devastated the country. And um, since then, almost every year, we've sent a team down there where we've, we've built schools, we've done uh, projects to give people clean water, uh, we've done medical clinics, and just a whole... Um, whole several things and we obviously can't go this year uh, because of the travel restrictions and not being safe but we'll hope to be back there uh, next January and I know I'm planning to um, I'm hope you know God willing I'm hopefully going to be part of that team next year. Uh, other ones um, uh, in Guatemala there's a um, midwife project where we um, um, a Nashville Rotarian started that to where we've been uh, did a global grant to train midwives because in the back country outside the cities in Guatemala, there's a very high infant mortality rate. And actually uh, um, the mothers, you know, tend to, um, not sure, mortality rate, you know, when they're delivering, I'm not saying the right word, but you know what I mean. And, um, um, and but they've, uh, this grant has really set up uh, training for local midwives to get the training and some basic, basic, basic equipment, stethoscopes and you know um, other things that they can help uh, successfully deliver babies, and so that's huge. A couple others are um, we've done like a India water project to where we had seventy five thousand people and now we're getting clean water. We had a microfinance project in Rwanda. Uh, we had a, recently had a project where we purchased help purchase a. Um, a pediatric bronchoscope in a, in South Africa, where they're able to do literally hundreds of, of surgeries. And um, um, going back historically, one of our big things in the past, where we a good friend of mine um, actually summited Mount Everest, and we we were able to turn his climb of Mount Everest into a uh, a fundraiser of climbing Everest and polio, and raised over a hundred thousand dollars to uh, um, help that effort of uh, eradicating polio from the world, which has been one of Rotary's big focus since 1985. Wow, I mean, incredible! I, I, I would be remiss as host, though. I, I have to, I have to put in a, a, a shameless plug for the international projects we're doing down in uh, at a Brattleboro, which is to help the uh, residents of Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. Mm -hmm. Um, so not all the, you know, so that's, that's in South Dakota, which is considered right. international because it is the, um, sovereign nation of the, of the Lakota Sioux. So uh, incredible, um, the reach of, of our international work. You, you mentioned, you, you talked for a minute, you said, uh, Rotary International offers grants. Uh, so there, there are international grants, but then there are also district grants, but can you just, yeah. Well, those those projects I just mentioned were mostly global grants, we call them. And um, um, 
the international ones, and we have, we have international clubs that are partners with us on those. And but the district grants, we can take a a, a portion of the money we get every year from our Rotary Foundation that we we get back from it from our donations, um, and um, we can we have a program inside the district where we can do these district grants. So they're going to be more uh, local projects or small projects that you know, local clubs can get some help with. They're usually uh, up to about $2,000 that um, to match local funds. And, you know, they might be park projects, you know, supporting libraries, um, um, you know, various various things in communities. Uh, you know, our club was trying to use one to do a, um, put in a soccer field. And, you know, so there's a, and it's actually gonna be called Rotary Field. And, um, um, and the, um, so, you know, Obviously, local, I guess, local smaller projects and to help the clubs out. Again, unbelievable in terms of the depth and the reach of, of Rotary and how we're able to leverage. We really, we really learned how to leverage money to do, do good. Um, so let, let's, let's talk about you for a second here. What, what, what do you do when you're not district governor? Well, I'm... Um, Professionally, I am a veterinarian, so I'm I'm still practicing. I was hoping to be retired by the time I was governor. It didn't work out that way, and um, uh, so I own Raymond Animal Hospital for 36 years. And for recreation, I like lower impact sports like uh, golf, tennis, and recently pickleball. And um, I have been active in my church for many years. So certainly, uh, there's. Uh, busy enough boy without rotary but certainly this year there's been a whole lot of rotary <laughs> i'm sure so so what happens after your year as district governor well my wife deb and i are um trying to get mostly retired so we can we can travel of course we got to get this darn pandemic behind us um but the uh, rotary has really opened the door to our travel options as i now have contacts all over the world and, um, you know, across the United States and, and the world. And, uh, but even without my governor connections, Rotary has programs like what we call a friendship exchange that we can take advantage of. And, and uh, you know, we can, we're planning a friendship exchange with a large group. Um, we're gonna do it this year, but now it'll be next, next Rotary year to send a group to South Africa and they're gonna send a group here. And I um, uh, hope to be part of that. But I found in my travels, I mentioned to Australia and Pakistan that when you can travel as a guest of Rotarians, boy, it's an amazing experience because the hospitality and to, to live in their homes and have them um, um, show you the best that they have is just pretty amazing. I uh, hope to do service projects. I mentioned the Amigos to Honduras and I hope to go on that trip next year. Um, and so there's a lot of things I'm, I like to do. And I, but I'm really looking forward to it. And um, like I said, I'm going to have these great connections all over that are going to be great to utilize. Them. So it's, it sounds like uh, being district governor hasn't stopped you from being a, from being a Rotarian and you're going to continue to, uh, to enjoy all the, all the benefits of, of the uh, friendships. That, exactly. That, that's and, great. Um, you know, I wasn't able to go to an international convention this year. I, we had one um, last spring that I was supposed to go to in Honolulu, and then the 
does it look like I'll be able to go to the one this spring, this June, which will be in um, Taipei, and which is, you know, one of the one of the disappointments of, but you know, we have lots of things to be feel good about. But um, you know, yeah, of course, you yeah, have a couple of things that we're, you know, not so excited about. But right, right. So, all right. So, last question: What's the best part of being district governor? Well, I guess there's a lot of it, a lot of things, but so getting to know Rotarians across the district, obviously the, some of them I had to get to know through the computer screen, but still, and, but also learning what everybody's doing, not only in our district, but we're having, of course, these Zoom meetings with other um, Rotary leaders across the, you know, our, our zone, we call it, and across the world, and um, people are doing so many things and you know always being amazed at what's what's being accomplished um across you know across the rotary world i guess and um so and hopefully as we get vaccinated and stuff that i can still before the end of my rotary year i'll be able to uh actually get out and get to some of these clubs as they go back to being live and <laughs> i can go back to being live <laughs> and um uh, um, kind of see where that goes, you know. Yeah. Rotary District 7870 Governor Steve Pudaba, thanks for being on the show. Uh, thank you, Marty. It was definitely a pleasure. Well, b- by the way, I, I, I usually give a shout out at this point to uh, Brattleboro Sunrise uh, Club past president Kevin Yeager for doing the magic behind the cameras. And, and I look forward to, to the time when we can return back to the BCTV studio and I could uh, work with, with Kevin again. Speaking of BCTV, I'd like to thank BCTV for recognizing the Brattleboro clubs of, of uh, the Rotary clubs of Brattleboro as the uh, 2018 nonprofit member of the year. And wait, there's more. That's correct. They also um, named me the 2020 host of the year. Uh, Thank you very much. And a special thanks to Brian Bashaw for helping us bring this show to you. If you have any questions, concerns, or even ideas for future topics, send them to info at brattlebororotaryclub.org, info at brattlebororotaryclub.org. I'm Marty Cohn. Thanks for watching.